Ladies and other people, Andy here, day 32. Oh my lordy, that's one more than day 31. How are you all doing? I'm doing pretty good. Do you ever find yourself telling people that you're going to start a new project? A couple of days into it, or even a couple of weeks later, you just find yourself still fucking around and procrastinating. Listen up, bucko, because this episode is for you. But first, let's shout out to a guy on my forums called Luniac. And he actually started a new 365 project. So he'd started one before, but now he's just started a new one because he didn't like his old one. Long story. He's now going to do a one-hour standing meditation every single day, no matter what. I like that. I'd say the only issue there was be careful. An hour is a long time. What are you going to do if you have a shitty day or you're tired or you're sick or you're in hospital or something like that? You're kind of setting yourself up for failure a little bit. You could maybe change that to something like I will do at least 10 minutes of standing meditation every day. And most days you aim for more than 10 minutes. So aim for an hour, but your bare minimum on a bad day, make it as easy as you possibly can be. So today's podcast episode is going to be a little shorter than normal. It comes from an interview I just did with Radical. I'll leave a link to that in the show notes below. And Basically, he brought something up, which is you want to be posting, if you post on a forum, which you should, because it's good for accountability, you want to be posting about what you have done and not what you are going to do. And I wanted to flesh that out a little bit, because I think that applies to every self-improvement endeavor that you ever partake in. Don't tell people what you're going to do. Instead, go away, do a bit of research by yourself, get started And then once you've taken a couple of steps, then tell people. So rather than going up to people, rather than telling your friends and your family or whoever it is, hey, I plan on losing weight or, hey, I'm going to start going to the gym. Actually start doing those things. So have a week where you count your calories and maybe you lose like 100 grams. That's not very much. Or maybe, maybe you sign up for a gym membership. That's not a lot. That's a small step. And then once you've done that step, then start telling your friends and family about it. Do something first and then tell other people about it. The reason that we say to do this is if you sit there and just tell people what you're going to do, there is, you get this dopamine hit from saying that you're starting a new endeavor. It makes you feel bloody good. You you get the same hit of motivation, of dopamine, of good feelings, of serotonin, as if you'd actually started. It feels good to say, I'm going to start something. So you're giving yourself a reward for something you haven't actually fucking done yet. And then there is often like a fall off period. Like maybe you go and tell five people like, I'm going to lose weight. It's going to be great. And everyone motivates you. And they're like, oh, that's awesome. And you feel excited. And then you go to sleep and you wake up the next day and you're like, wait, losing weight is actually hard. Going to the gym is difficult. Counting my calories is not easy. And having discipline for weeks, months, years at a time, it probably won't take you years to lose a lot of weight, but at any long period of time, that's not easy. And so it's very easy to then say, okay, well, I felt really motivated yesterday when I told everyone, but like, uh, maybe I'm just, maybe I'll do it later or I just won't do it at all. I'll make excuses. Actually start first and then start telling people that you've done something because it's harder to fall off once you've already started. The hardest part with all this shit, with all the self-improvement, with goals, with anything you're working on is starting. 
That is always the hardest part. That is the biggest, like inertia is a bitch to overcome. Once you get started, it's usually relatively easy to keep going. Starting really is like 80% of the work. And once you have that, once you have started, that momentum doesn't take as much energy to, to like, to keep that fire lit, so to speak. You kind of, it's like an engine that you just keep ticking over, but starting the engine requires literally an explosion if we're talking about the engine metaphor. I also myself don't like to write plans as much. Like, yes, to some extent, you do need to plan what you're going to do, but there's no point writing like a 50 point dot point, a 50 dot point list of all the things you're going to do in a certain goal or a self-improvement endeavor. There's this, there is a limit to how much benefit you gain from continuing to plan. And at some point it's better to just jump in and say like, all right, I have like half a plan or I have like some rough idea of what I'm going to do. It's not perfect. I know it won't be perfect. I need to just actually start right now and I'll figure out the rest of the plan when I get going. Because there has not been a single goal that I've ever worked on that I used the same plan at the start. Let me rephrase that. There hasn't been a single goal that I've achieved that, or that I've worked on where the plan didn't change. Okay. So I will come up with a plan at the start and every single person I know who's ever been successful with anything will tell you the same thing. You start with a plan and then by like week three, you're like, okay, no, that plan needs tweaking. That's if you're lucky. Like half the time I change the plan on day like two because you get a little bit in and you realize like, oh shit, that plan that I thought was like gold and that plan that I spent like three months researching, I missed like so many points because when you actually start something, a bunch of stuff comes up that you never would have imagined, that you never would have thought about. You can't plan for everything. And don't I don't want you to sit there and waste all this time planning and making things perfect and talking about what you're going to do and telling everyone, hey, I, I'm going to do this thing. Actually start, and then when you're a couple of days or a week into it, then start telling people. So on that note, in the interview that I did with Radical, again, I'll leave a link in the show notes below to that interview. It was a really good one. Go and check it out. It was fucking awesome. Particularly, I'll tell you a little story. He and I hit on the exact same girl without realizing it, and one of us ended up having sex with her. So go listen to that story if you want the rest of that juicy story. It's pretty fucking funny. Link in the show notes. He, Radical said, if you start like a progress log on my forums or any other self-improvement forum, like any forum where people are on there to like actually improve their life and, and achieve their goals and all that sort of shit, post every day or every week, whatever, what you have done. Even if it is little, tiny, insignificant things like, hey, today I got up and I made the bed or today I'm super depressed and all I could do today was like message one of my friends and, and ask to hang out. That's a fucking success. Write that shit down. Tell us and we will jump on board with you and say like, that's awesome. Congratulations. Keep pushing. You're doing the right things. Keep going. But we will not tolerate and any self-improvement community worth their weight will not tolerate you just saying what you're going to do. Because if you've been in any sort of self-improvement community for long enough, you start realizing that there's an influx of people who will come in and say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm doing this. I'm going to change my life. I'm serious. I'm ready. I have what it takes, all of that shit. And then like a week into it, they just stop replying. They just go away. Every single fitness instructor will tell you this. Every gym will tell you this. Anyone who is there to make other people's lives better will tell you 
maybe that's high, maybe like 90% of the people who rock up will just eventually stop coming. So saying you are going to do something means nothing. And we have heard that a million times. It doesn't mean anything. You don't get credit. Sorry, we're not going to pat you on the back and, and nobody should pat you on the back for saying, yeah, I've made a decision to change my life. I don't give a shit. I've heard that 10 million times. So has everybody else. You sound... I understand that if you're having this motivation and you're like, oh my God, I'm ready to change my life. It's like you're full of energy and fire. You think that you are gen, like you genuinely think that you are going to make changes. You genuinely believe that you are going to do the things that you're going to do. But sorry, you have a 90% chance of not following through. That's just the reality of it. I don't care how special you think you are to me and to everyone else. You are just one more person. If you want to actually prove that you are serious, if you want to actually prove it to yourself as well, which is even more important because my opinion of you should not matter. And I know that it will to some extent, but your own opinion of yourself matters more. If you want to prove to yourself that you are serious, actually fucking start. That's how you prove you're serious. You take one step or a couple of steps and then you say, hey guys, I've taken the first step. I've taken a couple of steps. I'm, I'm in, I'm ready to do this. I'm not sitting here on the sidelines proclaiming, oh my God, I'm serious. I'm going to do this. This is what I'm going to do. That doesn't mean anything. If you were really serious, you would have already taken a step, right? If you were actually serious, you would have been so serious and so energetic and so excited and so motivated that you would have just shut up and already done the first step and then gone and told people. This also applies to depression. I won't talk a lot about this, but if you're a very depressed, if you're at a depressed stage in your life right now, doing something is far more important. Like, like that's the only thing that will pull you out of depression is actually taking action, sitting there and waiting for the feelings to get better or waiting for life to get better or waiting for things around you to improve. That's just going to make it worse because you will be waiting a long time, if not forever. Depression doesn't change unless you take action, whether that's going to the gym, reaching out to your friends, posting on like my forums or any other forums and asking for help, going to see a counselor, taking medication if you need that, whatever it is, reading books, listening to podcasts. In my case, it was all of these things combined. That's why I pulled myself out of my depression. You need to take action. And there's a great book by Jordan Peterson called 12 Rules for Life. I'll leave a link down in the show notes below. He has a great concept of if you're depressed, start really, really small, just make your bed. And that sounds like the most pathetically small thing in the entire world. Like, what do you mean? I'm, I'm depressed. How is making my bed going to make a difference? I'll still be depressed. It's like, yes, you, but you will be depressed with a clean bed. You will be depressed, but you have done one thing today. And then from there, you will make your bed. And maybe you do that a couple of days in a row. And then you go, like, okay, well, I made the bed like... The bed is nice and clean. The bedroom's okay. The rest of the bedroom could use some cleaning. Should I do that? And then maybe you'll just, you'll be motivated to clean because why not? You made the bed pretty. You may as well make the rest of the bedroom pretty. So you make that pretty. Then you'll look around and you'll go like, should I make, should I clean the wardrobe? The wardrobe is kind of like, I have some old clothes. Maybe I should throw them out. You'll do that, right? And from there, then you start thinking, should I clean the rest of the house? Should I put the dishes away? Should I like do this? You will start doing that shit. And then you go, should I fucking clean up my resume? Is that something I should do? Should I work on my resume and start applying for jobs? You'll do that. Then you'll say, should I actually start making friends? The rest of my life, the rest of my house is going really well. What can I do outside of my house? Can I make friends? Can I get a job? Can I 
start talking to the opposite sex? Can I go to the gym? Can I do those things? My house looks okay. Can I clean myself up? And this shit starts snowballing. But that will only happen if you take those first baby steps. You are never going to go from a depressed person who can't even make his fucking bed to an ass kicker who goes to the gym and does all this. I know that that's the general mainstream advice to depressed people. They will say like, start going and getting some exercise, start talking to friends, make some friends. I get that if you are really depressed, that shit is impossible. That's how depressed I was. At my lowest, I could not have done, I couldn't leave the fucking house. I literally couldn't leave the house to go to the mailbox. I had to get my girlfriend to come with me or get her to do it because I was so goddamn like agoraphobic and fucked up that I literally couldn't go outside. So I had to start super small. I didn't have the book. I didn't have Jordan Peterson's book at that time. He hadn't written it then. But my mother basically gave me this, this exact like exercise. Because long story short, I was super depressed. I, my girlfriend broke up with me. My life fell apart. I lost my job. Like a bunch of bad shit happened. I was suicidal. And my parents found out, obviously, because there was no way I could keep it from them. And they said, like, you should come and move back home. So I, I flew, like, across the country. It was, like, you know, 4,000-mile trip back across the country. Went to live with them. I was super depressed. I cried for, like, three weeks straight every single day. I, there was no point to life. I said to my mom, like, what's even the point of living? And she gave me this fucking to-do list, which I thought was the most irrelevant, stupid nonsense that she could ever give me. She had stupid shit on there, like do the dishes, mow the lawn, put the clothes away, vacuum the floor, you know, that kind of shit. Have it all done by 5 p.m. when your father and I get home from work, right? And I was like, what is the point of this shit? Why am I doing this? You guys can do this. How will this help me? I'm depressed. I want to kill myself. And she was like, Andy, she called me Andrew. That's my real name, Andrew, when she's serious. Andrew, I need you to do this list. Stop arguing with me. Do this list. And she said it in such a way, and I, I trust her, She's very, like, headstrong, very intelligent, very wise, very, like, stoic in a way, in her own way. And I knew she was, I knew if she was telling me to do this, that I should just shut up and do it, right? And this list was meaningless. The stuff on this list was pathetic. Like, how is putting the dishes away going to help me with my depression when I'm suicidal? I have no job. I have no girlfriend. I want to kill myself. I can barely go outside. I have agoraphobia. I'm embarrassed and humiliated to be living back at home, you know, I was aged like 22 at that point. I'd left at 19. I felt like, oh, I'm a failure. I left at 19 and now I'm back here in mummy and daddy's house, like a little bitch, like my life fell apart, right? And I did this stuff on this list. And at first, yes, it was meaningless. It was so stupid. It was so irrelevant. It was a waste of my time. It was frustrating and annoying. And I hated it. I hated every second of it. But as I've described in Jordan Peterson's book, something magical happened. After I did it a few days in a row or a week or so in a row, I started feeling a little bit better. Like, okay, that kitchen actually looks nice. And my mom comes home and says, like, the kitchen's good. The floor looks nice. You vacuumed it. And I see you've also mopped. Your bedroom looks nice. Like you start taking some pride in the environment around you, your, your surroundings. And from that point, it was like, okay, can I like work on my resume? So my dad sat me down. He helped me a bit. He's like, yep, son, let's do this fucking resume. Let's go tidied it up. It was already pretty decent, but we worked on it for a bit, for a couple of hours. And then from that point, it's like, okay, can I like go and give this to people? So 
I went around town. I literally just went into businesses and said like, hey, like, can I give you my resume? I was nervous as fuck. It wasn't pretty. I literally just handed them the resume. I handed it out to like 50 different places. And eventually, like after like four days, like three of them contacted me and said, hey, we can give you a job. It was a shitty job. It was like working in Target, but I love the fuck out of that job. That was a really good time in my life. I'll tell the story about that sometime. Actually, fuck it. Let's tell the story about this now. We may as well. Or should we save it for next time? Oh, I don't know. It's such a salacious, hilarious story. I can't cock tease you guys like that, can I? No, I'll tell you what. If you want to hear the story, so it's the funniest fucking story ever about this girl that I worked with who ended up like literally stripping naked in the shops. Okay, I shouldn't say naked. Down to lingerie in the shops. If you want to hear that story, let me know. Fuck it. I'll probably just tell the story next time anyway. Even if you don't want to know, you get to hear that story next time. I'll make it its own episode. At some point, I need to start telling all these like wild, stupid, crazy, hilarious, fucked up stories that we all have, but like nobody has a podcast to get to say them. And I'm kind of in a privileged position. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So I started doing these things. I got a job. It built up. And that's how I got to, it, it wasn't all like smooth sailing, but like, and there were some tough days, but that helped pull me out of my darkest days and I was no longer suicidal. And that was literally from taking action instead of sitting there saying that I was going to do something or just not doing anything at all, right? Taking action is literally the answer to life. It's the meaning of life. It is the reason we are here. If you don't take action, you're literally dying. You are stagnating. There's no point being here if you're not going to take action. So come on my forums. If you have any goals, obviously everyone should have goals. Everyone does have goals. Come on my forums, start a progress log. Just say like, hey guys, welcome. Here's what I've done. Even if that thing that you've done is just something small, like I downloaded a calorie counting app. I signed up for the gym. I went to the gym one time and I was nervous as hell. And I left after 10 minutes because I was so scared, but at least I went to the gym, right? Like I've started Come on and post about what you've started and every day or every week post about something that you've done, not what you are going to do. And you will have all the support, loyalty and motivation from like the most hardworking guys I've ever met in my entire life. And they will absolutely carry you to whatever goals you have as long as you are willing to take action. <laughs>